Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, good afternoon and welcome to another fun edition of In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary and we are now attempting to do another simulcast here on Facebook Live and also recording for our audio podcast. Uh, if you happen to be uh, with us live on Facebook right now or uh, if you happen to catch the video a little bit later today, drop a note, uh, comment, say hi, where are you from, all that good stuff. I'd love to engage with our audience all over the place. Uh, also, we just had a milestone yesterday here at In Black and Right. On our Getter page, we have exceeded 100 followers. In fact, we are now over 100 followers on our getter page in black and right if you want to check it out if you're on getter uh, you can find us at tarheel328 uh, also we are on truth social we that is our newest platform that we are on you can find us there at in black and right 2022 uh, on truth social love to have you there follow us there uh, if you're on that also we are on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well so hopefully we're and also we're on a, a new platform a newer platform called uh, True Patriot Network uh, you can check that out and find connections to all that information on our website in blackandright.net and you can also uh, give us a give us a shout out on email in black and right at gmail.com looking forward to uh, having y'all do that and we're only just a few short weeks away from taking in black and right on the road to CPAC Texas in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex it's gonna be a hoot it's gonna be a whole lot of fun uh, so we're gonna be doing uh, shows from there uh, also doing all sorts of things you know meeting people uh, possibly doing some interviews uh, while we're there we're gonna be doing stuff on live streaming so yeah it's gonna be a whole lot of fun uh, we're still in the process of doing some fundraising for it uh, you can find us uh, our uh, fundraiser page at inblackandright.net just scroll down a little bit and uh, you'll find the uh, the Lone Star Tour page uh, we're looking forward to it. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have a whole bunch of fun, and I'm looking forward to my first time to the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex and doing some uh, live streaming and reporting from uh, CPAC. Uh, one of the big events that's gonna be there. One of the big people who are gonna be showing up is going to be Steve Bannon and the War Room. Yes, War Room is coming to CPAC Texas. That's going to be a stone-cold trip. I promise you that. There's going to be a lot of the War Room posse there as well. So I'm looking forward to being there and meeting some folks and all sorts of, uh, there's all sorts of things. Uh, but yes, before we get into, well actually, let's go right 
into it. Now, yesterday, uh, doing our program, we were talking about a huge news story that came out of the Gateway Pundit, talking about a FBI human informant, a human intelligence asset, who was there on January 6th and was conversing via text message with his FBI handlers and apparently he was there he had infiltrated the Proud Boys now the Proud Boys were essentially to be scapegoats they were to be set up essentially uh, and this human intelligence uh, informant this FBI informant had apparently uh, through communicated to his handlers that the Proud Boys were innocent. They weren't planning any sort of coordinated attack upon the Capitol. And I suggest reading the story uh, in the Gateway Pundit. Uh, it's right on our homepage in blackandright.net. Uh, we have a link to it. But now today, Revolver News has taken the Gateway Pundit story and is digging, is digging deeper, developing some of the details. And it is a developing story, and it's going to be uh, that way for a few weeks because there is a lot to sort through. Now, Revolver News was talking about this, and, they're, uh, and it's a great site, revolver.news. And it's right there at the top of their links. What you need to know about the FBI January 6th Proud Boys informant leak. And they went through this slowly but surely. Uh, some of the things in the story. Now, the Gateway Pundit had all kinds of documentation. Uh, conversation, text messages text message threads uh, other conversations other documents and oh man it's crazy now and I strongly suggest reading the whole story for yourself and so that you can make an informed decision but what revolver has done has taken uh, the gateway pundit story and built upon it now reading this on revolver Furthermore, we can add the following scoop. The Proud Boys confidential human source, their informant, referred to in the government documents leaked on Gateway Pundit is the very same Proud Boys informant referred to in a New York Times piece published September of last year. And this is just pretty crazy. Now, of course, what's really interesting now, with these Proud Boys, the, the Proud Boys leadership, including its founder, Enrique Tarrio, who and uh, Joe Biggs, they're both being charged with seditious conspiracy by the Department of Injustice. So I'm like, whoa, okay, this is kind of crazy because also uh, Tarrio and Biggs have also been FBI informants as well. So something's not quite right here. Uh, and like I said, 
this these two stories the gateway pundit story from yesterday plus what revolver news has come up with today are definitely two pieces that you need to read uh, side by side now there is a link to the revolver story I put it on the homepage of inblackandright.net so there are links to both stories and you can check it out there read it for yourself and learn as much as you can because there are some things that are just messed up and the FBI has a whole lot of explaining to do Lucy especially Christopher Ray its director because every time he's asked about January 6th and were there FBI informants were there FBI agents some or assets there he's just like well no they don't want to talk about it it's an ongoing investigation and they try to hide behind that no 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 with stuff like this with the gateway pundit and its story with and they brought a lot of documents dozens of pages of documents over 90 pages uh, of documents and all sorts of communications Ladies and gentlemen, oh my, 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 my. This is going to get real interesting, and especially since they're having these, the can, the January 6th kangaroo court is still having hearings, and yes, they are uh, looking to continue to go after uh, former Trump aides uh, Steve Bannon and Dr. Peter Navarro yeah that's gonna work I mean Navarro's not into it uh, a judge uh, delayed or actually denied uh, Bannon's request uh, for a delay in his uh, contempt of Congress trial which is due to be on next Monday so and Navarro's not looking to testify uh, to the committee either and it's still a mess I mean ratings wise it's still a mess it's still an absolute mess nobody's interested in it a majority of people know what it's all about it's rigged to try to stop Trump and everything else I mean it's not that hard to figure out and this is why they have lousy ratings they're not even really broadcasting them anymore and they're not going to be doing any primetime hearings I don't think for well from now until the uh, <laughs> the election to the midterm election so that's pretty crazy so yes I highly recommend reading the Gateway Pundit story and the Revolver news story together and see how this is going to be developing because this ain't over this is only the beginning because the mainstream media is not going to look at this the committee sure as hell isn't going to look at it pardon my French but it's not fun it's not it doesn't fit the narrative it doesn't fit the narrative at all so <laughs> So this is going to be real interesting to see how this works. But kind of, you want to talk about something that just doesn't work. Now, 
it's bad enough you have Joe Biden known for his amazing amount of gaffes and goofs and everything else. But unfortunately, it runs in the family. Dr. Jill Biden, the first lady, apparently was speaking at a Hispanic for at a Hispanic group in San Antonio and oh mercy and people made fun of Melania Trump because of her accent at least Melania Trump speaks many languages five of them as a matter of fact and the woman is brilliant but apparently Dr. Jill Biden apparently had a little trouble with Hispanics. I, I, I'm, I'll just let her speak for herself on this one because it's sad. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms Bogodas? of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. Okay. This is... I mean, it's only Tuesday, and that is a WTF moment, if ever I've heard one. Bogotas? No. Uh, no, Jill, honey, no. They're called bodegas. Bodegas, dear. Yes, you can find them all over New York. I've seen them. I've walked the streets of Manhattan. There's a ton of them. They're, they're great little places where you can... You know, you can just get little snacks or whatever if you're just, you know, just need one or two things. Bogotas? No, it's, I mean, she almost said, I thought she was going to say Bogota. I'm like, no, that happens to be the capital of the nation of Colombia, dear. I mean, can you, can you really imagine how bad that looks and it sounds now apparently Hispanic groups got all kinds of mad and deservedly so. This is another reason why Hispanic support for Biden and Democrats as a whole has hemorrhaged horribly in a year and a half. I mean horribly. And yet this, these are the type of things that don't help. And now Jill Biden is comparing Hispanics to breakfast tacos in San Antonio, the Alamo City, and now her husband is getting ready to go overseas to the Middle East where he's going to be begging the Saudis for oil. And what's really crazy, Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, is trying to tell Biden, hey, the Saudis can't produce more oil. They're kind of at their limit. And plus, Biden's attitude towards the Saudis, I'm like, is it any wonder that these Middle Eastern Gulf states don't answer his phone calls? <laughs> I'm, this is crazy. 
And then to make something bad even worse, then he's going to go over to Israel. And I'll tell you right now, Israel is pretty ticked off at us, the United States, and it's a story I did yesterday, that Israel is really concerned and ticked off that U.S. intelligence is tipping off Iran as to Israeli intelligence operations against them. That doesn't help. You don't do that to your allies. You don't, well, essentially, you don't screw your friends. You just don't. And Israel and Iran, I mean, yes, Biden wants, you know, to get back in the good graces of the Ayatollahs and the Mullahs of Iran for this idiotic nuclear deal, which never should have happened in the first place. I mean, wasn't that billion dollars that we put on that cargo plane and flew to Tehran? It certainly wasn't enough. They've blown through all of it. But nope, nope, we're going to basically continue to screw our friends, screw the Israelis, our greatest ally in the region, because we want to deal with Iran. Ugh. I'm sorry, folks, but that just makes me ill. There's not enough Pepto-Bismol uh, to make my stomach not churn when I hear that. And... I thought, oh, M.G., folks. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just one more potential Biden disaster on the world stage. Oh, mercy. I mean, I, I just don't have enough Advil to stop this headache. I just don't. And I don't know what's going to happen, but... Every instinct inside of me says, it's not going to be good. It's just not going to be good, folks. Oh, uh, before I depress myself even more so, but a couple of stories that are related when it comes to COVID and lockdowns and vaccines. I'm... I found these and I'm just looking through the Epic Times and I found all these and I thought, oh my gosh, this is pretty crazy. And But it's not a surprise. The first story I found, the headline from, and I believe this was from, uh, yeah, yesterday. COVID-19 lockdowns damaged speech and mental development of children, says teachers. Well, duh. I figured that one out. That story alone vindicates Florida because Governor DeSantis, and he caught all kinds of hell for it, that to leave schools open for in-person learning in Florida Oh, teachers unions were mad. Everybody was ticked off. But yet, here's this story. The lockdowns didn't affect Florida kids as much as it did in other parts of the country. You know, I mean, just listening or just reading this early part of the, uh, of the story, just a little bit anyway. 
COVID-19 restrictions have damaged children developmentally in ways that might be irreparable, teachers say. From early childhood to high school, children rely on facial expressions, social interaction, conversations with new people, and friendships to develop mentally. Well, you couldn't get that when you're basically having to, uh, you know, use Zoom for your classes. But there was one thing, and as bad as the lockdowns were, as bad as the remote teaching was on kids <coughs> and their development with all kinds of language um, and all sorts of other related things to their uh, to development that's when we discovered some of the really hinky weird stuff that children were being brainwashed with CRT uh, trans you know gender ideology things of that nature that's when the mama bears found out the mama bears woke up and the mama bears got ticked off and they got into the grill of a lot of school boards and then of course the you now then of course came the infamous national school board association letter to merrick garland and the Injustice Department calling parents domestic terrorists because they're ticked off at their school boards. And frankly, that's one article for Merrick Garland's impeachment. And he does need to be impeached. He has been MIA. He has been negligent in his duty, very derelict in his duty, to not only protect the lives and the families of the justices of the Supreme Court I mean that's one two going after parents as domestic terrorists you know that's pretty messed up so yeah there's a growing list of things that Merrick Garland needs to be impeached for but just this story about kids and the effects on their lives with COVID lockdowns and what it's done to them I mean not just I mean it's bad enough you get it with young kids grade school kids kindergarten age or pre-kindergarten you're also getting it in all the way up to high school the I mean the things that the law of unintended consequences the story after story after story about kids just grade school kids middle school kids high school kids the isolation the depression the anxiety and sadly and tragically some of those kids ended up committing suicide because they just didn't know what to do they were tired of being isolated and lonely that broke my heart and it made me mad at the same time it ticked me off just listening to that you know so yes there's the story in the Epic Times talking to speech pathologists, all kinds of other uh, experts uh, in child development. I mean, it's pretty bad. You know, it is pretty bad. Uh, mental health professionals, uh, even some parents. Th this is pretty sad. This is absolutely sad. The lockdown generation. Now, these kids who've been in lockdown all this time, 
in other parts of the country, they're going to have a heck of a hard time playing catch up. Not so much in Florida because Governor DeSantis was wise enough to keep the schools open. Yes, the teachers unions didn't like it, but that's too stinking bad. No, 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 no. So yes, the, that's, so that's certainly one that really made me mad. But this next story uh, from Epic Times, and it was from yesterday as well, July the 11th. A new study, unvaccinated, wrongly maligned. Ooh, that's going to mess up a whole lot of people. The, and this was from a Jennifer Mar Margulis, who's a writer for the Epic Times, because this, ladies and gentlemen, I kind of feel like I've been vindicated. And for all of those, for those of you who didn't take the jab, you've been vindicated too. Now, hang on for this one. On this story, a large-scale international study of those unvaccinated against COVID-19 finds a pattern of discrimination, oh yeah, got that right, and a relatively low hospitalization rate. Ooh, oh, it's, a, it's all you unvaccinated people. You are the res you're responsible for this. And that's coming out of all kinds of people's mouths, including dingbat, deranged, demented Joe Biden. But no, we... We've been patient with you long enough. I'm like, who the heck cares, Joe? You're a grouchy old man anyway. You're demented, and you're getting worse. And nobody wants you to run. <coughs> almost 60, over 60%, almost two-thirds of Democrats, <coughs> excuse me, almost two-thirds of Democrats don't even want you to run in 2024. So essentially, uh, Democrats, you're stuck. You are stuck with Kamala Harris. Yeah, and of course, there's going to be others. There's going to be people like Preachy Pete, who might run. Gavin Newsom, and gruesome Newsom in California. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he would love to have the knives out for Biden. And probably Harris, too, even though Harris is from California. So, but that's kind of beside the point here, but... It just, I love this because, and I'll read this uh, from the story a little further down. The findings hold significant importance to policymakers. According to our world and data, 60% of the world is fully vaccinated against COVID-19. The 40% who aren't vaccinated against the virus have been frequently blamed for the duration and the severity of the COVID-19 pandemic, even as vaccination rates reached up to 90% in many jurisdictions. Yep, because if you're not gonna take the vaccine, the COVID crazies, the mainstream media and other goofy elites are calling you, you're the reason why we can't do this it's like grind these people are insane because more people who have been vaccinated and boosted and everything else they're the ones who are still getting sick we were told when the vaccine came out 
All you have to do is get vaccinated and you won't get COVID. Well, that went up in smoke and that was a full-blown lie. And not just a lie, but a damn lie. How many people who got vaccinated, who got boosted, were getting sick with COVID more than folks who didn't get the vaccine? Because I've had to deal with it. I didn't get vaccinated. I didn't trust I didn't trust it. Oh, you have to trust the science. No, I don't. That thing had not been properly tested. And now we have COVID crazies and vaccine lovers who want to now give it to kids under the age of five. Uh, yeah, no. Parent, and I've warned parents, please don't take your pediatrician's word for it. Do your own research. Just do your own research. Do not give this stuff to your kids. It hasn't been tested properly. In fact, there's no real short-term, long-term, or anywhere in between type of studies. Oh, but it's safe and effective. Bull. Really? You want to look at the vaccine, uh, the vaccine injury rates? The VAERS website, which is supposed to keep track of this, even that's not right. It, there are things that it doesn't tell you. And it won't tell you because the CDC... And the FDA, the NIH, and the NIAID, Fauci and his crew. Oh yeah, folks. It's a, it is a really messed up, unholy alliance. A very unholy alliance. So no, I'm glad I didn't take it. And I know people were, t I mean, even in, when I lived in Nevada, and they're like, oh, Jerry, you need to get the vaccine. I said, why? Well, you have, you, you have comorbidities. So, big deal. I mean, I know people who, had, who didn't have comorbidities, who got really sick, and in some cases, I've lost friends to this. In fact, I lost two dear friends the same day in two different places, in Washington State and in Arizona. And it's sad, and I miss them. But there was no way in hell I was going to take the jab. No way. And it's like, oh, do you want a COVID vaccine? No. And even now, living in Florida, there are still places where it's like, you're supposed to, you're required to wear a mask. And I go, why? I don't need one. Don't want one. I mean, I have, yes, I have comorbidities, but I am not going to be a circus animal. I'm not going to jump through the hoop and wear your silly mask. Now, you work for the place, you know, and yeah, you can do it. I mean, you have to do that, but I I'm not. I I'm not. Because this is insane. The masks don't work. And frankly, you know, I'm just not going to do it. And if that makes me a horrible person, fine. Gripe, moan, and complain. Call me a horrible person. Call me, I'm risk, tell me I'm risking people's innocent lives. Now, which is so funny. The very same people who today are screaming, my body, my choice, when it comes to killing a baby, were the same people who absolutely went bad excrement crazy when 
people wouldn't wear masks or get the vaccine. Oh, you terrible people! You're, you're endangering injured. You're gonna kill innocent people. And I'm like, okay. Do you realize how incredibly naive, stupid, and asinine that sounds? I mean, you can't have it both ways, ladies. You just can't, as much as you think you can. But no, you can't. So this is bad enough. Finding out that the study, now the study, I will let you know, has not been peer-reviewed, but it's absolutely amazing that somebody would even do this and actually cut the unvaccinated a break. Yay! Happy, happy. But this one, just this last one from... Uh, epic times. I mean, you're not going to hear about this in the mainstream media. Researchers suspect new variants of rapidly progressing brain degenerating diseases from COVID-19 vaccines. Now, they're telling this story about a man in Colorado who's in his early 50s. I mean, he, I mean, big, healthy guy, about 260, and six four, so it's big dude. But apparently, he had a second dose of the Moderna vaccine, and went from and lost over a hundred pounds. Went from two sixty to the one sixties, and he developed in a pretty short amount of time Lou Gehrig's disease (ALS). And yeah, I mean, this is just messed up. I mean, I encourage you to go to the uh, Epic Times and read these stories, theepictimes.com, and read these stories uh, in their health section because this is scary. This is absolutely one of the scariest things I've seen. I mean, vaccine injuries that are just nothing short of horrifying, and yet nobody's going to be able to sue the government sue the manufacturer because i found it really scary that moderna pfizer these vaccine manufacturers you couldn't sue the government and you couldn't sue the maker they had zero liability legal liability so i'm like okay and it's not as safe and effective as was advertised nowhere close I mean, even a member of my family, 18 years old, healthy girl, got two blood clots in her lungs because of the vaccine and could have killed her if they didn't find it in time. So yay happy for that, but mm -mm. if it's going to do that to a beautiful, healthy teenage girl, I don't even want to think what it could have done to me because I have all kinds of problems. I mean, I had a stroke, had a heart attack, diabetic, blah, blah, blah. So who knows what could have happened and I wasn't willing to roll those dice. Oh, mercy. Well, I see by the clock on the wall that I do believe I'm done for the day, but folks, thank you so much for watching here on Facebook or listening 
uh, to our audio podcast, and you can get our audio podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we're on all the major platforms. You can simply find us by putting typing in in black and right, or searching through my name, Jerry Brooks. And hey, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell tell other people. We're uh, we're growing, and I'm happy to say thank you to everyone following us on all of our social media platforms and subscribing to our podcast. So until tomorrow, my friends, Jerry Brooks saying have a great rest of your day. God bless. And remember, patriots come in all colors.